Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, and I definitely have an incredible guest today that is going to share so much information with you. Her name is Barbara, and she had a successful 30-year career in the real estate industry, and it's built on her diverse and rich experiences working internationally in Fortune 500 and small companies, and as a serial entrepreneur, a savvy real estate investor, and an award-winning designer with a passion for travel. She focuses especially on women who want to break free with diverse and passive income streams. Yay! Barbara and her highly knowledgeable team provide a powerhouse partnership. So excited for her to join us today. Welcome, welcome, Barbara. How are you? I'm doing excellent, Angela, and thank you for having me today. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your journey. How did you get started um, and kind of where you're at today in your business and what you're focusing on? Absolutely. So you mentioned, you know, I was, you know, for a long time I was in corporate. However, I always had my little side gigs. So there was always, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, on the side bank, you know, was kicking in in different variations. So when I um, came to the U.S., uh, I actually, you know, met some people and at a certain point we had conversations with a friend and she said, hey, I'm going to this real estate seminar. Are you joining me? I said, yeah, I am interested. Let's do that. So and the rest is history. That's pretty much how the real estate journey began. And we bought our first flip. Gotcha, gotcha. Flipping industry has definitely been um, it's difficult right now. There's less inventory for that opportunity. And for those that are looking to fund it, obviously interest rates are a little bit higher now too. So where is your focus today when you're helping your clients? Yeah, so, you know, over the years and, you know, going back, you know, for 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 several years and decades now, decades, you know, sometimes, you know, decades, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is, uh, has shifted a bit. So we pretty much ventured from the single family into um, short-term rentals just for another additional opportunity to pay off and really own real estate quicker and tap into equity. And in addition, then two years ago, I started in the multifamily space in utilizing uh, this combined strategy, which I felt has you know, a lot of advantages because through the different write-offs on passive income, Income stream, I had not had to pay. And of course, 10 to one exchanges, you know, whenever you're selling, buying real estate, these two strategies seem to intermingle really nicely to reduce the amount of ta taxes I would owe to the government. So it was a strategic move. Gotcha. So let's talk about the short-term rentals. I know a lot of the audience might be familiar with like Airbnb, VRBO. Um, we talk about more around the strategies and tips in that arena. If someone wants to go down the short-term rental route, what are some tips that you would advise for them? Well, you know, like in, in real estate, no matter what, the number one rule is location. So I know pretty much, you know, everybody says, you know, you're making, um, you know, you're making money when you buy, you know, at the right, you know, when you buy it was for the right price however i want to add a little caveat to that because it is really understanding location 
right? You can buy something, you know, for a good price in that market at that point in time. However, the appreciation over time plays a major role. So um, I think that is, and, and, and it is not always as easy and straightforward, right? You know, if we all would have the magic ball and would know how everything, you know, is working out. However, there's a lot of data available. So the same applies for the short-term rental. Um, and um, when the hype was really big and everybody also went into the rental arbitrage, which is pretty much like a, a, a subleasing a property and renting it out, you know, in simple terms. I was very cautious because in our area, they already started, you know, to put like a showstopper into the regards of what you can do and not to. And I'm talking about government and regulations. So that is another part to really stay always on top and being involved. Luckily, I have a great network built over the last 20, uh, 25 years in tapping into different elements, if that is government, if there is changes, if it's people who are, you know, more on the commercial side, knowing what is happening in certain areas. And then there's an element of patience, right? If you have the opportunity to run the waves of the market and choose when you are, you know, when you sell, um, has a major impact, you know, as well. So luckily, I could do that. And, uh, you know, and over the last, you know, two, three years, definitely have seen nice improvements in some of the sales of some of the properties. The only difference now is I combine and change that and move money into the multifamily space as an investor, but also as a co-GP. Very nice. And, and also, um, investors need to know their numbers, right? Because we are in a market that we haven't seen before where interest rates have spiked pretty quickly over a short amount of time. But also, you know, I'm in Florida. I just sold an insurance company that I have for four years. And the congratulations. No, oh, thank you. Um, but the insurance numbers, we used to be able to rely on looking at the seller's policy when we were buying a property. But now I tell clients, you know, double triple that number depending on where you're at we have seen double and triple growth here in florida over the past few years so it's really impacted the numbers so they have to be able to foresee that future as well because you might have some increase with revenue when rents go up but you have to also think about the numbers piece of it with your taxes and your insurance as well absolutely great yeah. advice yes so where are you investing or what markets do you find are having the best numbers right now well, and again, you know, I know my my market here uh, in and out and around Atlanta, and okay. that is where I try to focus if I am, you know, really involved, not purely from an in, you know, as a co-GP in the multifamily space, but also in uh, in the short-term rental space for now. From an investment perspective, I think a lot really depends on the trust and the track record of uh, the syndication teams. So that is, you know, I look at that a little bit different, but I like, you know, to focus and love to continue to collaborate with people in this area. For that, we actually have set up a little face-to-face um, -face, uh, uh, and monthly group in the multifamily investing space and getting together 
I'm co-leading that with a couple of uh, uh, colleagues. And uh, so we love, you know, doing that together. Yeah, and that's a great tip too. If you're going to get started in investing, whether it's short-term multifamily or a single family home, start in your own market because you know your market, you know areas are good, you know areas are growing. And so to, to start there is a good tip for a lot of investors, especially if you haven't been in the space before. And then you can go check up on your rentals. You can see how everything is going, how it's being managed if you've hired someone or if you're managing it yourself, you want to be able to go there as well, correct? Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's the other big part, right? It's the asset management um, element, understanding, you know, what is the business plan, but because no matter what, investing is like buying a business. And I look at that, you know, from the overall perspective, if this is the single house or if that is the multifamily. I think what I would love for us, you know, women also to come up with, you know, numbers are not always sexy, but they are very, very important to understand. And I think, you know, sometimes as we're, you know, if we're looking at it, how numbers and investments have been uh, shared in the past, um, you know, really finding a couple of new and more fun ways to make it, as call it again, you know, more sexy for us to really fall in love with the numbers, which is so, so important and also a big, big uh, passion of mine, you know, really taking women onto this journey on educating them on other ways to build income. Um, because I think they're still too much relying on the partner or partnership. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter what age group, you know, right now, the truth is only 30% of women, roughly, are really on in the investment space. Most of them are even mature in their life. And the numbers have not changed, you know, from 2007, when I wrote my first book and co-authored it to today, unfortunately, has not really changed a lot. Yeah, I hear that too, you know, or if a woman becomes an investor, it's an accidental investor to where she's inherited property or her spouse has passed away and now she is the main person for the investor. Yeah. So let's switch topics real quick and see, um, I have a question for you. If you had a super talent or superpower, what would it be and why? Well, I think my superpower is into, you know, always has been called like this um, little Mrs. Sunshine from a connecting perspective, but I'm connecting on vibration. So I think that is, you know, a superpower. Um, I, um, you know, I, a lot of people were sharing and, and telling me as well. So I am very focused now listening on how I feel. It's not even what somebody accomplishes. But I feel strongly as more as we're really understanding, you know, our, you know, us, uh, as better we can connect with others. And it's okay that we're not loved by everybody, right? That's okay. It's absolutely okay. But the, the people you're connecting with, um, uh, that can be absolutely amazing. So I think that's the part. Not everybody has to love us. So I think that's the, that's 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 absolutely okay. You know, they can like us. That's okay, but they don't have to love us. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I do actually. I love that because so many times we're we're trying to please everybody, and it's just yeah. impossible. So stop trying to do that. Absolutely. Awesome, Barbara. If our audience wants to get in touch with you and learn more about short-term rentals or multifamily investing, how do they reach you? Well, the best is really to contact me at barbara at barbarahs.com. It's the website. And I uh, also have the little, um, you know, have the little 
QR code up there and connecting and there's opportunity to set up a short intro Zoom call with me. Love that part, love empowerment, love collaboration and mastermind. So love that way to really collaborate and, you know, make things moving and shaking for us. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for being on Empower Her Money podcast. And we will be back next week interviewing another powerhouse female entrepreneur, providing the best tips and money tips for all of the ladies. Thank you again, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. <laughs>